But what exactly do you think would happen? I don't know, but I don't want to find out. I mean, do you think that they're sitting there, they're waiting all day for somebody to do that? Well, and they're, they're like, like sketchy yeah. anyway. Oh, really? I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. How many like folks in that industry do you know that are just like, oh, they're just do it out of the goodness of their heart? Well, I don't judge in that way, but I mean, I'm assuming everybody uh-huh. is just like uh, every everybody I know. Sure. Well, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, first up, I want to say something, though, about our fine sponsor, Asylum. Oh, Asylum. Tis the season, tis Greg. the season, indeed. Tis I will be stopping season. by uh, within the next couple of days to stop by and... Uh, pick up some Christmas presents. I don't know what they're going to be because uh, that's why I love going into Asylum is that I can walk in there, have no idea what I'm going to buy yep. people. <laughs> um, although I probably won't tell them that. I'll tell them I plan this way out. No, you've it's, been thinking about it for months. Thinking about it for months. No, but instead I can go in there and be like, hmm, and walk around and be like, that's awesome. That works for this. And then I'll end up just taking <gasps> care of everything. That's exactly what I do too. I'll go through, I'll be like, sister, Michael, mom dad mm-hmm. like i'll just like systematically go through and be like all right and then it's all taken care and of. it's all done because i'm a procrastinator i will tell you i haven't oh me too i haven't done any holiday shopping i yet. keep meaning to go go do some of that and um i know it's going to be next week it's probably going to be right before i i leave for christmas See, I'm, i think i'm going today i think i'm going to swing by asylum today yeah yeah because i'm going to get I'd at least say something that. accomplished i'll say that right now that i'm going to stop yeah. by today as well it's not going to happen I, it'll end up being later on. But but the thing is, everybody can go to Asylum, though, anytime. And uh, that is because they they expanded their hours here for the holiday season. Heck yeah. Noon to 4 every Noon to day. 4 p.m. at 3713 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard. Yeah. So uh, so definitely go in there and uh, and check it all out. I mean, they're just a, a great... It's also, as someone, you know, who gets overwhelmed during the holiday season, like, it's nice to go in there and know that, like, you're not... It's not, like, crazy packed with a bunch of, like, stuff that you don't need. You yeah. You can go in... Find stuff that you like, and then you're on your way. And then you're on your way. And you look really cool. So check them out on, uh, so definitely, yeah, go in there for your for your shopping or for, for new furniture, whatever it is that you're looking for. They've got it all. Check out their uh, Instagram and Facebook page. All right. Sarah, tell us about what happened today. What? Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about I it. I really want to talk about it. <sighs> That's the Why last time I'm doing that. Off? Okay, we need to explain what we were talking okay. about at the top of the show here. All right, well... Because Sarah asked me a question. I did, because I wondered if this is what other people do, because it's something I think about every time. Please, please ask the question. When you let somebody use your, like, you know, if you're handing over your car keys, for example, to have, like, something done with your car. To, you, to a mechanic or To something. a mechanic or somebody along. Not a mechanic. No, I'm not specific. I'm saying to a car, to, a, like, a car dealership salesperson. Okay. And why would you be, be doing that? Because they're sketchy as fuck. Well, because I had to, I had, I needed updates for my car, my batteries, the, the, like, um, there are a whole bunch of stuff wrong with my car, and I'm going to be driving to Bremerton. You to the dealership. Yeah, so I'm going to be driving to Bremerton. Well, I'm never going to do it again. Uh, I'm driving to Bremerton next week, and uh, I want to make sure that my car is going to make it, and yeah. it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I just, I casually ask Greg, I'm like, when I give somebody my keys... When you give someone your keys like that, do you uh-huh. leave your other keys on with the key ring, like with your car keys, or do you take them off? I mean, the thing to me is like, so you're going to be sitting there, right? You're not dropping it off and leaving for days. No, I, I was sitting and waiting. You're sitting in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. So you're not going anywhere. No. You're just there. Why Forever. would you bother taking off all the other keys? 
because I don't want to give someone like I, I don't know because there are creepy people out there and I don't want it's like and here's the key to our studio and my apartment why do you have all your keys on one key ring why would you not have all your keys on I don't one have key that ring? I have all my keys separately actually separate what yeah they're all separate no, all of mine. I mean, I kind of have a janitor key ring going on, but I like to keep all mine together because you never know. How many keys do you need? These are my, well, my, my car keys are still off. Okay. But no, studio key, dongle for the studio. Let's see, uh, my storage unit, my apartment. Okay. Front door of my apartment. <laughs> my okay, let me just ask you this. What? Do you ever worry? See, here's something that I would be more worried about. Okay, everybody say, is saying in the chat to take them off. So everybody say, say, take the keys off. You take them off. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I guess I don't... We're going to circle back to that. But here's the thing that I'm asking you. Don't you worry about what happened? Like all of your keys are in one place? Well, I would Does be worried if I couldn't find some... Well, I'll like separate them. scare you? No, I'll separate them sometimes. Like when I go for my walk, I'll just take like my house keys. So I'll bring those or like how I took off and then like here's my and then I have it on a separate thing with my work keys. I'm seeing something here in the chat right now. That is not how I do it. Like my my uh, car key my, is right here. I mean, I have the the key. All for of the, your keys uh, are just loose everywhere. The, here's a note in our live chat for funemploymentradio.com slash live. Mike said, uh, Greg just has all his keys loose in his pocket. I kid you not. Oh, in my pocket right my now. God. I have a loose key. This is my house key. Loose in my pocket. You just put your house key in your pocket? Yes. It's there's over. a whole industry based around, you know, having something to put your keys on. Yeah, but see, this way I'm protecting myself. That if I lose one, at least I've still Stuff got the falls other. out of your pockets all the time. You lose things constantly. Yes, I do. Which is why How I many don't times? want everything all in one place. Let me ask you this. How often do you lose your house key? Uh, it, it happens. It How often? Quite it a bit? It has happened. I don't keep track of how often. It has happened. Yes. This is true. There it's are being asked. Uh, all of your keys are separate, but your wallet is on a chain. My wallet isn't anymore. It got taken away at a concert, and I never replaced <laughs> it. So I haven't had the wallet for a bit. But um, but this is the thing. Like The wallet the, chain. The chain, you the mean. The chain, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not my wallet. The, the wallet chain. <laughs> uh, no, but I am too nervous that if I had everything in one place, I would drop it, and you'd have, like, boom, here's the, here's the whole recipe for Greg's life. Got his house, his car, all that stuff. All like what you have on your keychain. Like that's everything. That's Sarah. That's a that's a key to Sarah right there. Well stop. Now you're kind of freaking me out. Well, I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm just trying to ask, like, this is what make, makes me nervous. Is that if I have them all in one place? You have a system. Your system clearly works. Well, I mean, and I like having I have a big amount, so like if I shake my like purse or something, I can I can hear that they're in there. You, you, that is a lot of keys. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of keys on one thing. So I'm, am I the odd one out here? Greg, I believe you're the odd one out. Uh, let's see. I see some other some other comments come through. How many keys are in Greg's washing machine? That does happen fairly, fairly often. Uh -huh. uh, Mr. Janky, if you put them on a keychain, you'd only have one thing to keep track of. But then what if I lose that one thing? Wait, so where do you put your car key then? Right here. Yeah. Is it in your other pocket? Yeah, it all goes in my pockets. Oh, my God. I'll go in my pockets. That is so weird. I've got a key in my wallet. I also keep a house key in my wallet. Wait, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why? Because you have a key to your house in your wallet that has your picture with your address. Uh, I didn't put that one together. Do you also have the code to your alarm <laughs> in there? <laughs> no. Jeez. 
Well, okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, here, here's a wallet. Oh, and a house key. Oh, and this is where this guy lives. Yeah, but it's not like you could just use that to get into my house. I mean, well, <laughs> there's ways you get into the house, but there are alarms and cameras and all kinds of things. So I'm, I'm not like too worried there. But still, yeah, okay, okay I can see what you're saying with that. I mean, I, for me, um, you know, I've also got on here on my keychain. I've got one of the tile things. Maybe so you I should just put it. it on. Maybe you should just wear your keys around your neck on the, like the lanyard. A uh, lanyard with uh, yeah, my neck. You uh, seem like you'd be a neck key kind of guy. I have done that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <just> true. <laughs> Actually, the studio key, a separate <laughs> key as well, in front of me, oh is on a lanyard. With that. Why do you keep it on a separate thing? Why wouldn't you just want to have it so that you have access to it? Because what if I forget something? You forget your studio this. key all the time. I'm telling you. No. Well, yeah, that does happen sometimes. <laughs> I think if I keep them separate, it just makes more sense. Says the guy who keeps a house key in his wallet. Yes. I've got a tile. I've got a tile for uh, tile for anybody who doesn't know what tile is. It's like. It keeps track of your. You can. You can yeah, beep I have it. one of those too. It's I think it might beeper. be dead though. Oh yeah, well, I probably need another battery. Yeah. But um, I've got it for my for my vehicle keys. Why don't you just put all of your keys on the tile keychain? But then, what if I drop that? Then that's why you have the tile. But the. Yeah. Okay. These are some points you're making here. I mean, why are you spending money on a thing to put on a keychain that you don't put keys on? But then I kept my keys safe. Safely separate. If they're all in one, one thing, then I'd have to replace all the keys at once. See, in this way, if I lose one key, it's just oh well, that's just one key. This all makes sense in my head. So why? It, so is I don't even know what to say. There are other. Vicky is saying Greg is regretting making this a show topic. Carl says plus with that many keys, you'd probably either feel the loss or hear it hit the ground if they were together. See, and that's what I think too. Like you would actually hear it with your key. You could probably just be flailing around in your pockets, and then it would just go bloop and just fall out. Yeah, what I do with my house key though? Exactly. <laughs> actually, honestly, where did I just set the house key? Welcome to every Uh-oh. day. He really just genuinely lost his house key. I swear to God, I'm not even joking. Greg, like it's not. Where would it have gone? You didn't eat it. It's here somewhere. You're panicking like you somebody came in and took it. Where did it go? Well, anyway, it's it's here though. See, but it's safe. And he now, literally just lost the deal. his key sitting in one spot. Here's the deal, though. Now my studio key and my uh, my vehicle keys Great. are where, both safe right key? in front of me. I don't know. I just set it down. <laughs> Feeling rather silly about this right now. Uh, Are you kidding? I'm actually not. He, I did set it down. And I'm not sure where it went. Oh boy. See, now this is the, you're in quite the pickle. How are I, you going to get I'm home? In a bit of a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's right he here. It's here somewhere. His key is. <laughs> it's, it's right here. I just slid underneath something, but I know it's in this vicinity. Did you check your pockets? Yes. Oh, it went to the back of the pocket. Oh. Yeah, it was in the pocket the whole time. God. See? There we go. It was safe. It was safe. It just slipped around to the back side of the pocket, so I just couldn't feel it. Um, so anyway, this all worked out. Oh my Other questions. God. Um <clears throat> Tony, how many keys has Greg lost in the back seat? Or in the back of or the, the, or the back at the landmark? Probably a lot. There's probably several of my keys. 
in the so bark dust many people at lose their saloon. keys at Landmark. I need to go through with the with the metal detector. Just oh, see you what absolutely do. Yeah, but there's all kinds of because there's so because um, in case you don't know what Landmark Saloon looks like, uh, it's a rad bar here in Portland, but it has bark dust outside. Yeah, so people drop shit all the time. Oh yeah, and it's gone. Once oh, it's, it's gone. Dropped in there, yeah, you're not getting that back. Didn't you let someone borrow your metal detector to? Yeah, they were looking for was it uh, some earrings? Yeah, some earrings. Did she find it? I don't believe so. Okay. No. But lots of other treasures, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure other treasures, but no, I don't think they found the earrings they were looking for. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, back to the dealership. So Sarah, you did not give Ugh. them you did not give them all of your keys. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I was just wondering if that was something that other people did, because that's what I think about. Because I just picture some seedy, like, back room, and I'm not saying the person who... <laughs> they're sitting there, like, oh, we got another one. Because I'm telling a- you, I remember I've been obsessed since I was a kid with those, uh, you know, imprint things where you take the key and you put, press it into the putty. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing, and then you can, like, make a mold of somebody's key. So I just assume that there has to be some, like, seedy underbelly, like, and it, come on, being at a car dealership is, like, the fucking worst. I cannot believe I I went back there. I had to for like this update for my car. Yeah. I, what, what do they do? They try to sell you another car or something? Oh, yeah. No, they tried to. She gave me like a laundry list of all these things that are wrong. The, this, oh, it was just, it was bad. It was just a bad, bad experience. I'm never going back there. Okay. But yeah, so I was just curious if anybody else, because I'm just paranoid. I don't know. I'm very, I like knowing where all my stuff is. Yeah. And it just makes me uncomfortable to even like know somebody's in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I guess I just, well, like I said, I don't, I don't have that issue. Um, but I'm also not I, worried I think that between, somebody's going to be. You know what? I didn't flail over here for five minutes trying to find a house key. You know where mine is? Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another comment here. Uh, <laughs> then the person that you're handing your keys after you made a big deal of removing nope. your house keys. I did it in the car. Oh, you do it before I that. do it before. You don't like look at them. Do you, you don't look at them and make <laughs> an assessment? I look at them and I'm like... Uh, I think I'm going to take these I'm gonna ones I'm going to take off. these ones. Just give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did it in the car. Yeah, you never want to do that in front of somebody. Oh, no. No, no, no. I always, yeah, I separate it. I like to keep, I, I like to be prepared for things. Like, for example, I never bring out like a bundle of my, like if I know I'm going to a coffee shop, I'll always put like a one in my pocket. So that way when I'm going and like I can pay for my coffee and then I can tip. Okay. So I like to keep like everything nice and concise. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have your tipping money mm-hmm. ready to go. Your $1. Okay. I do. When I go for my old lady power walks, I have my chapstick, a tissue, my phone, my earbuds, and my debit card and a dollar. <laughs> That's what I always bring with me. Why don't you just tip on your card? You can't. Oh. A lot of, yeah, some coffee shops don't let you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so you keep all those, all those keys. And now what happened when you were there? Like, what what was it that was so sketchy? Oh, nothing. No, it's just used car. And I'm sorry if you work at a car dealership. Everyone has a job, and I get it, but it's <laughs> awful. And <laughs> and this girl, like, you know, she was just trying to be nice to me at first, and she kept trying to oversell me, and she's just like, oh, you need all filters for all these things, and it's like $70. Because I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah, buying that's what That's what they do, though. I know. But it was really gross. And then finally, I like after, you know, the I ended up paying more than I wanted to. But whatever. Lesson learned. Never doing it again. My car is fine. Um, yeah, I found like a 15% off coupon. And so, I, like, I tried to find her and she had disappeared. She was nowhere to be seen because I saw that you had to do it before they rang it up. And so, I like, they text message you. I don't know if you know this when you're sitting there. Mm. It's like, hi, Sarah. This is blah, blah, blah. If you have any questions while you're there, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out. So I reached out. Never heard from her. 
like, okay. Went to the front, not there. Uh, I come out, and, you know, like, every time they come out, they're frantic. It's, it's like being in a waiting room and waiting for bad news at the doctor. Yeah. Because every time someone comes back, they have their clipboard, and they're furious. It's always, like, this big act. They all yeah. have the same thing done. They're just like, oh, and you're looking at them like, please don't be coming toward me. Please don't be coming. And they'll be like, all right, uh, Susan? Susan? And then they sit down, and there's, like, this concern, like, all right, so this is what we have here. And then, like, the poor woman sitting there, like... <laughs> Okay. Okay, just do it. Just do it. It's just it's awful. Yeah, that is true. It's it's very rarely ever great news. It's never good. They're not gonna be like, hey, you know what? Today's your lucky day. Discount for you, everything's perfect. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> so anyway, I couldn't get a hold of her. And then I'm like, well fuck this. I'm not gonna like I am using my fifteen percent uh discount. Yeah. So if I, she got my paper and she started like rushing me to the thing. I'm like, Oh, by the way, did you get my text message? Um for the fifteen percent off? She's like She's like, oh no, we don't really check those things. I'm like, okay, then why? <laughs> yeah, then why did you? Why did you send it to me? <laughs> Wait, so you didn't get your fifteen percent off? Oh, I got my fifteen percent off. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's see. I wrote to her. Let's see, because it says she just she straight up said, oh, we don't really check those uh, things. Hi, Sarah. This is Blank, your service advisor at Blank. If you should need anything throughout your visit, please don't hesitate to reach out to me by replying to this text. <laughs> and then I wrote, hello, Blank. I wanted to make sure that the coupon I had is applied to the total. Just didn't, I just went to the front but couldn't find you. Thank you very much. And then I sent the coupon. And then never heard back from her until she came, you know, running out like, okay, we got it all done. We got it all taken care of here. And she's rushing me. And I'm like, uh, did you get my thing? She's like, no, we don't check those. I'm like, cool. Well, I want my 15% off. And she's like, I have to do the paperwork again. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Does that entail a lot? She's like, no, I just have to reprint it out. I'm like, And the printer's literally right behind her. I'm like, okay. All right. So print it out. So print it out. <laughs> It was very... What were they... What do you... And then, like, people tell me weird things about their lives. Like, as I'm waiting there for my thing, she's like, oh, I've lived in Portland. You know, I was born and raised in Portland, but, you know, I lived in Vegas for a while, but, you know, I left Why my... Why is she telling you that? I don't know, because people tell me stuff. Wait, so she lived in Vegas for a while? She what? lived in Vegas, but she moved back to Portland, and she has, you know, <clears throat> a couple kids, and uh, and also, like, and she's just happy that she left her piece of shit ex there. Wait, she said that? Yes! This lady, okay, so this lady was so busy and frantically working. And this behind. was at the beginning. This was no time before. to check the text messages. We no, this really was so her. this was before she was okay. talking about the piece of shit X in Vegas. Before I sat waiting for two hours. Who just randomly brings up their piece of shit X in Vegas? That is a strange. It thing was to all right. Do. Yeah, because she was asking where where I was going for Christmas because it's like you can tell that there's a small talk journalist like so. What are you doing for the holidays? I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, going to visit family. Oh, where is that? We're clicking on the yeah. keyboard, like really long, long, uh -huh. like sparkly nails, and just like trying to pretend to be interested. Yeah, ask engaging questions. Ask, ask them about themselves. Pretend like you care. Yeah, and, and I'm like, oh, what are you? What are you doing? She's like, oh, well, you know, I moved back to Portland a few years ago from Vegas or from Nevada. I'm like, oh, do you live in Vegas? That's also that information is not necessary. No, it's not. If you're asking what are you doing for the holidays, you don't need the five. I didn't know where back, need to know where she story. lived. Yes. No, that and you've been here for five years. Yeah. So you're in Portland. Yeah. It's not like you just moved here five and days ago. And that's what she said. She's like, oh yeah, the um, she's like, oh yeah, and that you know, I don't, I don't miss Vegas, especially my piece of shit ex. I'm like, that is such a shit. random thing. So wait, this is her ex from five years ago. Yeah. And she's still talking about. I don't them know if like it's that? like ex-husband or ex whatever. She just said my ex. My piece of shit ex. I yeah. mean, that's holding ex on to some. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't. I don't know. I mean, look, we've all got exes. We've all got that in our lives. But 
to be talking about it to a random stranger for really something weird. that's five years a five years removed. And this is also nine thirty in the morning. Like and, it was an aggressive top, It was an aggressive hot button topic for <laughs> nine thirty a.m. at a car dealership. There are those people that do like to bring that kind of stuff up, though. They bring up the exes. Yeah, it was like bizarre. just complete strangers. You know, I remember when I went camping over this. Um, this just randomly sparked this memory when when I went camping it back in like September or something. Uh, I stopped off at this tiny little gas station. You know, with a, with a cashier there and there's like a convenience store. And that woman, I'm checking out. I'm just like, I think I was buying like a power bar and a Gatorade or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real big purchase. Mm-hmm. And she, out of nowhere, had no no problem just telling me about her ex. Like I'm checking it out at a gas when station. do that. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. My goddamn ex, you know. He's it's always doing, a goddamn ex. It's always too. a goddamn ex. Yeah. And I'm just like. I am just driving. I'm trying to get out of here. Like, just take oh, my money. No. And I'm sorry about your ex your being God, God your goddamn ex. ex. Yes. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Why does that it's happen? It's a piece of shit. Or... I don't know. Because I think maybe like, some people have some, like, all unworked through trauma that they're trying to, like, get through by talking, talking to about strangers, it. strangers, though? Maybe because they can't talk to their friends anymore about it because their friends are like, stop talking about Jimmy. (laughs) Fucking Jimmy's in Vegas. You left him five (laughs) years ago. I mean, come on. You don't need to talk about it. I mean, everyone's had that friend. At 9.30 in the morning. And people have been that friend. I've been that friend before where someone finally has to be like, listen. Oh, yeah. You got to stop. No, and I get it. We all all get that, that kind of thing. And I'm the thing is, it's not like this is just a recent, like a recent thing that you're talking to your friends too much about, yeah, that can happen. Yeah. To total strangers about a relationship five years ago in Las <laughs> Vegas at 9.30 a.m. on a Thursday morning at a car dealership. really weird. Seems rather strange to me. It was. It just seems like a. <laughs> it was weird. And yeah, how many times a day does she say this? I mean, she has to say it a lot. Does she say it to every single person? I don't know. Like, did you bring up relationships no. at all? No. <laughs> like, no, because she was talking about how she'd ridden the ferry before. She's like, oh, that's that place. Because uh, I was telling her, you know, going Bremerton, out to yeah. Bremer- the Bremerton area. And she's like, oh, that's where the ferry is. Right? We talked about the ferry. And then she talked about Vegas and her piece of shit ex. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I've ridden that ferry once. Good thing, though, I didn't ride it with my piece of shit ex in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it was so odd. Yeah, did and then you when ask she was, it? What did you say when she said it? I was just like, oh, oh well, good thing you're not there anymore then. <laughs> like, <laughs> How are you supposed to reply? Yeah, yeah, so in the end, she was like trying to like steer me to the window without my 15% off. And she's like, oh, I have to print out the papers again. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I didn't say that, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, go for it. All right. You're going to print them out. Yeah. That's so strange. It was just a weird morning. Yeah, that is a very, very weird morning. But it's done. I mean, that's like the word. Like, getting your oil changed is the worst. Yeah. Well, that is the standard thing. You know, there's always something else wrong. You no, know, and they keep saying, like, all right, well, next time you have to do this. I'm like, I'm not doing – yeah. I, I'm never going back there again. Yeah. I will go to fucking oil can Henry's and have them try to, like, beat money out of me. And I'll just bring the exact amount of money that it is. <laughs> like, nope, 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 nope. I don't care if the wheels are falling off. I'm not paying anymore. Yeah. Than I, that is always weird. I went to the last time I got my oil change, which actually now I'm realizing I'll probably do again. But I, the guy, like I had one of those guys who's like the jokester. Oh God, the jokester. The jokester. And you know, they're, they're changing the oil, they get done. And I had a uh, same thing. It was a discount coupon thing that, mm. that I got online or whatever. And, uh, 
it was like a pretty significant discount. It's like, well, I mean, it was like 15, 20 bucks off. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, good discount. So so I show him that and I'm like, okay, yep. Yeah, and uh, and here's the, the discount. And he looks at it and goes, oh, that doesn't work on uh, Tuesdays. <laughs> what? And I'm like, what? Oh, no. Was he... He's like, <laughs> I'm just joking with you. I'm like, God, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not friends. We're not buddies. No, I'm here. I'm paying you money. You changed my oil. You know what also pissed me off about this? Like, and and don't just don't don't. You know know what made me mad? about? I'm not here to for for your comedy show. No, the girl in particular, because I didn't even have to show her the coupon. She knew which one I was talking about. Oh, she I just didn't wasn't show, gonna apply. She just didn't apply. Like, she didn't even offer it. Like, if I, maybe this is why I don't work at a car dealership, because if I knew there was a 15% off, you know, coupon that anyone could use, I would be like, oh, and I'll apply this to you. Like, she was just like, oh, like, she knew it. I didn't show her anything. I'm like, did you, you know, get the text message I sent you about the 15%? She's like, that's, she's like, oh, I have to print it again. I'm like, so you knew. <laughs> I showed you nothing. And I just said that, and then, like, it just magically happened. I'm just going to start saying that at places. Just do it. Be like, oh, um, I have the fifteen uh, percent uh, off coupon. That's you what I did because I was. Or I just want to take that off. I was sitting there, you know, watching True Blood and um, and like googling stuff. So I'm, I Google. I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's a discount here. And sure enough, I found the fifteen percent. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I maybe that's maybe that's a way to go about it. Yeah. So like, like, oh, oh yeah, fifteen percent off. Yeah, I've got like a fifteen percent off coupon. Um, you know, I can look it up, or if you just want to take it up, like, oh, no problem, we'll take it off. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. All right. Might be worth trying it. And then I'll just be like, oh, I can't find it. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was here with my house key. It must have fallen out of my pocket. <laughs> wow. And that's what today. you call a callback. Really on fire boo, today. Boo, boo, <laughs> boo, boo. Uh, because this is better than sitting in a car dealership for two, two and a half hours. Oh. All right. All right. Should we do some world of crazy? Let's see what we, we shall. Let's see what what the internet's cooked up today, Greg. Oh boy! Hey, a lot of sunshine hey, and roses. Sunshine and fucking roses. It's a little, it's a little loud. There we go. <clears throat> Hello, my friends. Hello. And I'm sorry if I offended you if you work for a car dealership, mm. but come on, you know. You know, you're just trying to upsell. And you know what? Just give the person the 15% off. Like, if you know that it's there and anyone can use it, I mean, it doesn't really affect your bottom line that much. And it, like, means a world of difference to people who, you know, are startled by how much it costs. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah. Still well, that doesn't work on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up... A New Jersey family's project to pass the time during the pandemic is proving to be profitable after they started selling copies of their creation, a life-size board game, which actually sounds kind of fun. That it's a life-size board game where you're the like the the pieces. Like a jump to conclusions board? You jump to, to conclusions. conclusions. So the so this is a family named the Aversa family. They designed this game called What's Next? at their Williamstown home as the family activity during the pandemic. Uh, so the mother said she just wanted to get the kids off the screens and around their family. So they said that they, they play it for hours and hours on end. So the game is comprised of weatherproof tiles uh, assembled by the players who act as their own game pieces. We need to do this in your backyard. Or you need to... Why did we not do this? 
A life-size game board? Some sort of life-size board game backyard thing. All right. What would be like, avoid the dog shit? Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah. Uh, so it's comprised of tiles assembled by the players who act as their own game pieces. You lay out the squares on the ground, and then you get a large dice. So you have to find a large dice that comes with it. Then you roll it, and wherever you land, you have to do the activity on said tile. Huh. So many activities. So many activities. The activities range from exercises to animal impressions. There are also ones where you have to do push-ups. Uh, there's also one where you have to bock like a chicken. I didn't know it was called bock. Bock. No. A tweedledee. A tweedledee. It's like a three percent joke. I know. <laughs> uh, the parents started selling the game online after other families expressed interest in trying the game out. Uh, so actually, it's been proven so popular that it'll soon be available on the internets. So it's called What Net? What's Next? A life-size board game. It'd be kind of fun, but like make your own version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, headline reads, world's worst bank robber is apprehended. This happened yesterday in Delaware. Can we just do all puns today? Hi, I'm I'm in in Delaware. Delaware. That's not a pun, is it? What are just like really weird quotes from random things and television quotes? Oh my gosh. This is one of those shows I think like if people like us, like they'll still like us, but if they were on the fence, they're like, fucking nope. Yep. (laughs) I'm out. Probably. (laughs) They're too weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. World's worst bank robber is apprehended in Delaware. Moments after robbing a Wells Fargo in Delaware, a man decided to take some of his stolen money and deposit it into the ATM outside of the bank's front door, according to police who arrested him <laughs> on a felony <laughs> charge. He stole it and it went straight to the ATM? It went straight to the ATM <laughs> never in know. front of the bank to deposit the money. <laughs> I mean, at least he wasn't going to spend it all, you know, at one time. One to uh, this is an put it interest- safe in the bank. Where it could be. <laughs> This is a really interesting name. So this guy's name is McRoberts Williams. McRoberts Williams? His first name is McRoberts? I'm pretty, McRoberts? that's what it says. McRoberts Williams. Mc, yeah, McRoberts Williams. 44. Uh, two last names. Oh, yeah, there he is. I haven't seen a picture of him. Oh, it's a hard 44. Oh. <laughs> Saying as somebody who's 44. That's... Oh, here, I'll, I'll, find a, I'll find a picture here. <laughs> God. Anybody at home? That's uh, a hard. Like I hope nobody ever said, "Oh, that's a hard forty-one." <laughs> Good God! All right, investigators say that McRoberts Williams, uh, forty-four, approached the teller. Maybe it's just a bad day. It could just be. It doesn't seem like he was having a great. Not day. having a great day. Uh, he approached the teller Saturday morning at a crowded Wells Fargo in Wilmington, Delaware, and handed her a note reading, "This is a robbery. I need one hundred and fifty dollars." Wait a minute. You're committing a bank robbery and you're only asking for $150? Like, what the fuck is the point then? Why would you do that? I don't know. Like, I don't why know what's going on in McRoberts' in, in mind. Like, like why, <laughs> why commit a federal like offense 
you're gonna do it. You're already robbing the bank for $150? Yeah, and did she like count it out? Like was it like, like a $100 okay. bill and a 50 or like How would you like that? 20s? Like, yeah, how do you, do you ask like how would you like that? Also, well, that would be I, scary is, to work at, at a That like, to me already seems like the dumbest part of this. Like, well, I mean, robbing a bank isn't a very smart move. But <laughs> I think a dude named McRoberts was kind of set up to fail <laughs> for 150 bucks. You're going through all that risk. All right, so for $150, the 25-year-old bank employee provided McRoberts with the cash. McR- That's why it keeps sounding so funny, because I keep thinking of McGruber. McGruber. Um, but after, so he got the cash and left the bank, but instead of racing away from the crime scene like a regular bank robber, uh, he decided to leave the Wells Fargo and make a direct deposit into the ATM on the exterior of the building. Uh, so following, following that... Um, he fled on foot. It sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> you just said that. Never mind. Wait, what did I say? I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. It's just made a direct blah. deposit on the exterior of the building. <laughs> Jesus. What are you, 12? <laughs> yes, I am 12. <laughs> he Absolutely. gave that building a direct deposit. <laughs> Um, all right, now I'm distracted. All right, uh, so he fled on foot to a McRoberts, fled on foot to a nearby shopping center where he was taken into custody. Um, so McRoberts said that the that it, he shouldn't be in trouble because the money had been deposited and was no longer <laughs> on him. My, my <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does he think it works? Uh, a detective <laughs> reported that while no money was recovered on McRoberts, he was in possession of a Wells Fargo bank card. Uh, so uh, Williams reportedly kept. So, so as long as you don't have the money on you, okay. you can't be convicted. So this is what it, uh, I think I can understand. I think I'm understanding what I think he thought was going on. Okay, so it says during a post-arrest interview, uh, McRoberts. I know his last name is Williams, but I need to keep saying the first name because it's just better. Yeah. McRoberts reportedly confessed to the bank robbery and said that the stolen cash was immediately deposited back into the Wells Fargo ATM. So he, I think in his mind, he was thinking that he gave it back. <laughs> so. So he he's like, oh, I got away with it. And he's like, okay. Regretted it and then deposited it back in? Yes. Oh, boy. And then, yeah, he claimed to have traveled to um, to Delaware about riding on a train. And he came to just for $150 in Delaware. I want to know more about McRoberts. Me too. Like, I am fascinated with this guy now. I mean, it does seem like because he's getting, he got a felony robbery count for $150. Yeah. That don't seem worth it. No. No. If you're going to do it, just do it. Well, go for it, yeah. Go for it. Since we're just keeping it super classy today, yeah. this was a story that I pulled yesterday that I will now be telling to you. Mm. This is my final story. Headline reads, and I'm sorry, this is my job. Not only is it my job, it is my responsibility to bring this to our fine friends. Yeah. Headline reads, sweet smell of success. 90-day fiancé star sells her farts for $45,000 in a jar. Why are you doing this kind of story? Because, because it's for the people. And because a woman is making like like $50,000 selling air in jars, that's something, I respect that. I guess. Uh, let's see. So her first video t- uh, titled, is there a better word than farts? What do you want me to say? I don't know. Passing gas? Passing gas. All right. That's worse. 
That's like gross. That's too descriptive. Well, it's, uh, the whole story's gross. All right. Well, give me another word I can say besides. Uh, I don't know. Don't do this. I. I this isn't my story. How about? Um, we all know what it is. Just hugs. say the bags of air. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say bags of air. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say hugs. Sweet smell of success. 90 Day Fiance star sells her hugs for $45,000 in a jar. Her first video titled Day in the Life of a Girl Who Sells Her Hugs in a Jar has 6.6 million views in it. And she explains what she ingests to make the perfect containable hug. So this is by Stephanie Maddow, who starred in the TV series 90 Day Fiance. I've heard of that, but I don't know what that is. 90 Day Fiance? Is everything okay? Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything's fine. I don't I'm think I'm... This. Should I just not do the story? Because you got bad news like during the show yesterday while I was trying to do the stupid <laughs> no, fucking right? fart story. Uh, no, 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 no. It's fine. Is it fine? Yes. There's some shenaniganery going on. It's it's all good. It's good though? Let's just keep on. I'm not going to finish the fucking fart story. <laughs> Please do for everybody no. at home. Yes. No. Anyway, all right, blah, 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 blah. She's made $45,000 in one week for jars of hugs. Greg! That's a lot of money in one week. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm cutting this part then. No. I no, must... you've thrown me off now. Uh, why, why are you mad at me? I'm, I'm not mad at you, but I'm completely thrown off. And if we're not in this fart bubble together. <laughs> I didn't want to be in it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this. And I'm trying to be funny. And then, like, you made me feel gross about it. And then you get an email that you can't tell me about. And then now I'm over here talking about a fucking fart girl alone. Anyway... She's flooded daily with people who want to buy it. That's my story. I love this story. Oh my gosh. Shut up. All right. There you go. If you want to read the rest of it, you can find it on the internet. <laughs> Seriously, I guess like the universe does not want me to do this story. <laughs> Which I get it. It's fine. But, you know, I thought it was relatable. Okay, what's up? Nothing. Okay. That story disturbed me. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, what a day. As Tony said, that story really sounds like a Port St. Lucie story. That does make really a lot more sense. I know. It would have made a lot more sense. Well, she is a reality TV person. Though. That's true. I don't know where she lives. That's true. It doesn't say. All right, everyone. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to this show. We do appreciate all of you so much. Yes. And uh, you're all fantastic. And also, be sure to swing by. I'm sure Asylum's going to love being after that story. But uh, be sure to swing by Asylum, <laughs> uh, 37th and Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard, for all of your Christmas and lifestyle needs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, or all whatever holiday, excuse me, your holiday needs. Your holiday needs. Mm -hmm. All of those needs. All of the needs. All of the needs. All right, everyone. Um, yeah, we're back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Yep. 
we're back regular tomorrow. time regular time regular time regular time tomorrow Unemployment and I will not be attempting to do that story again yeah, that was the one time deal it is just one it's going deal. to go away yes alright buddy thanks for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio <laughs> 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 bye friends bye